Welcome to Food with Mark Bittman. I'm Kate Bittman. As always, you can reach out to us at food at markbittman.com with your comments, questions, criticisms, things you like, suggestions. We will respond. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you have a minute, we would really love it if you would leave a review. You can also visit us at bitmanproject.com and you can subscribe to that too. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Oh my gosh. Holly and I had so much fun with today's guest. She's Pinky Cole, and she is the kind of person you want to spend hours with. Pinky is best known for Slutty Vegan, her now chain, that has a rabid following. Slutty Vegan started in Atlanta in 2018, but now has seven locations, and its newest spot in Harlem will make that eight really soon. Slutty Vegan is, in its essence, vegan comfort food, but what I find the most interesting, and we talked to Pinky about this, is that she started it as a way to cater to meat eaters because, as she says, vegans already know how to eat vegan. Also of note is that Pinky is a real philanthropist. The Pinky Cole Foundation focuses on empowering generations of color to win in life financially and in the pursuit of their entrepreneurial dreams. She told us that one of her goals is to open up a school for people to learn entrepreneurship. In May of 2022, Pinky gifted an LLC to every graduating student 
at the commencement ceremony of her alma mater, Clark Atlanta University. She and her partner, Derek Hayes, collaborated with Prudential to gift 25,000 Black men with life insurance. And almost immediately after, Rayshard Brooks was tragically killed in a Wendy's parking lot in June of 2020. Cole announced that she would be partnering with Clark Atlanta University to send his four kids to college. So, yeah, I think we can all agree that Pinky is inspirational on paper. But as you'll see in her conversation with Holly and me, it's very hard to not feel inspired by her personality, too. Holly and I now both have a crush on her. And on that note, for those of you who haven't been introduced to Holly yet, she is the talented and brilliant Holly Haynes, who occasionally graces us with her presence on the podcast and who writes for us on the Bitman Project. You are welcome. We'll be sharing one of Pinky's recipes from her new book, Eat Plants, Bitch, her island cauliflower po'boy. Vegan, of course, and it looks fantastic. It'll be on bitmanproject.com. The link is in today's show notes. Hope you make it. Hope you enjoy and hope you enjoy this interview. Pinky, we're so happy to have you here. You recently opened up a branch of Slutty Vegan, your super popular chain in Brooklyn, which is close to me, but I'm intimidated by the lines. I will get there because I'm dying to eat your food. I have your cookbook. I'm going to cook from it. You grew up plant-based and I'm curious about how you started to preach the plant-based lifestyle to your followers. What made you get passionate about that? You know, it's interesting, right? I'm going to tell you something and I'm going to tie it back and it's going to make sense. I had a Jamaican restaurant before and I was vegetarian at the time and I was selling oxtails and jerk chicken and fried chicken. And I was selling all the food that I did not eat. And metaphorically speaking, I wasn't in alignment because I was producing something for other people that I wouldn't even acknowledge or receive myself. So I wasn't being real with myself. So that business didn't work, but it wasn't supposed to work out. It was just supposed to be an example and a lesson for me to understand that you really got to walk in your purpose in order for things to work out for you. You really got to do the things that you love and not do the things for money and not do the things just because they may seem cool for the moment. Like, It has to be an innate feeling within you. That's when businesses are successful. And I see the vast difference. When I had my other restaurant caught on fire, grease fire, lost everything, went flat broke, but then I got everything all back. But I realized that that was just really a lesson for me to show me that, look, if you're going to do it, you got to believe in it. So when you started Slutty Vegan, you said that vegans were not your target audience and that you were aiming to make vegan dishes for meat eaters. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that became the goal? Well, when I first became a vegan or vegetarian, I realized that I was the only person around me that was eating this way. And I knew that there was a responsibility. It was just like an unspoken responsibility to be able to show people that there is another way to eat and consume food and it can be plant-based and you didn't have to harm animals and it can taste really, really good. So I got to experimenting and I started like feeding my friends and my family and having them try different items. Even when I went raw vegan for about six months, I would have them trying like crushed walnuts and tacos and like walnut sushi and like, and everybody loved it. So I'm having the meat eater who is eating chicken, beef, pork, everything, 
open to even being raw vegan. Like that's unheard of. So I knew that if I can be persuasive with the food that I consume, then I can create something that was bigger than me that would have lines down the block. And it did. So here we are almost five years later. My core audience is the meat eater because I am not making food for the vegans because the vegans already know what time it is. They already know how to cook vegan food. They know how to get plant-based options. They already know about the innovation in a plant-based world. But this is for the person who probably don't even know the fries are vegan. This is for the person, because it's a thing, right? People really don't know. This is for the person who has never had, well, people have had vegan food in their life, but not knowing how to identify it is another story. Like when you eat sides, most of the time they're vegan, especially now with the innovation with butter, you know, more butter is going plant-based. But to be able to educate meat eaters on eating plant-based has been one of the tools that have made Slutty Vegan so successful. And for as long as I have breath in my body, I am going to target the meat eaters because the more meat eaters I can get to pay attention to plant-based, even if they do not want to go vegan. But if I can get them to pay attention, then I know I've done something right. You said your grandma would sneak you pieces of chicken. Is she the one that taught you how to cook? So I would be around her a lot. So my mom worked a lot. So my grandmother would always cook the meals. So sometimes she would cook chicken. Um, she would chicken and rice. We ate rice with everything, but most times she would make a lot of fish based meals. And I can remember like my grandmother used to watch Young and the Restless, Golden Girls, Days of Our Lives and Jeopardy. And I had to sit there with her in this little TV in our dining room and watch it with her because she was watching me. And then she would cook dinner every day except for Fridays. And the days that she cooked dinner, I would help her. I was like her sous chef. I would like cut up food for her and all that stuff. And she was a baker. So she always loved to bake cakes. And I can remember licking the bowl of all the plates every time. And I was like, Ooh, this is good. And I didn't even realize she was teaching me or bigger than that. I didn't even realize I was learning. So although I am not a trained chef, I did not go to culinary school. I don't even consider myself a chef. I'm a person who is passionate about everything that I do. And I love to cook. And I love to eat. And that is my story. And I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Some of the best cooks are people who never went to culinary school. Exactly. Because you just have that innate passion for it. Yeah. I want to pivot for a minute to talk about some of your philanthropic work. In June of 2020, Rayshard Brooks was shot and killed while he was sleeping in a car in a Wendy's parking lot. He was 27 years old. That month, you announced, along with the president of Clark Atlanta University, your alma mater, that you'd be providing full rides to that school for Brooks for Children. And through your nonprofit, the Pinky Cole Foundation, you've continued this generosity. You've partnered with Prudential to provide life insurance for every Black man in Atlanta, making less than $30,000 a year. You've paid off the loan debt of 30 students. You're feeding people while they wait in line to vote and so much more. We are in awe of you. You work just as hard on your nonprofit work as you do on the business. How do you get inspired to do this? You know, I draw my inspiration off of what I want to see around me. And what I realize is that there are so many people who just want space and opportunity. We live in a world where people will live and die if they get an opportunity to be in the room, to get to the next level, to be able to utilize a resource that already exists. And from watching my mother as a kid, 
and her helping everybody and taking a shirt off her back, literally and figuratively, to see other people win, I became my mother and realized that what motivates me is the fact that I can help people and give people opportunity to be the best versions of themselves. And when I can give people opportunity in that way, it is some sort of self-fulfillment that allows me to keep going. So when Rashard Brooks was murdered in that Wendy's parking lot, rest in peace to him, I knew that as an entrepreneur, it was our responsibility to take social action and use our resources to come together to rally for this family. So to provide life insurance for the family, scholarships for the children and a brand new car wasn't just something to say that we did it. If this could be any inch of here's our condolences, we're praying for you. Hopefully this one little token will make things just a little bit better, even if it's by 1%. That's what we wanted to do. And we've done so much through the foundation. We've uh, partnered with the Department of Juvenile Justice to provide second chance opportunities for ex-offenders. We paid the rents for local businesses. We've given away fruits and vegetables and cars and paid light bills and um, have gotten people out of prison. Um, Just recently, myself and Derek, we provide life insurance with people who black men who are 30 who make thirty thousand dollars or less. Um, And they get to choose their beneficiary and they get to choose their policy. So we literally do the work. And that is what gives me motivation. That's what drives me to keep going, because I know the bigger that I get in my career, the bigger my platform becomes. And the bigger my platform becomes, the more that I can help people and be a humanitarian. And that is really the end goal for me. I want to ask you, you're 35 years old. Is that right? Oh, my God. Yes. You're you're like a million (laughs) years younger than me and Holly. Well, Holly's a little younger than me. It's fine. Barely. (laughs) Barely. Your accomplishments are just really inspiring. And um, I'm curious where you want to move next philanthropically. And I also am wondering if you have any advice to people who want to do the sorts of things that you're doing and don't know how to get into it. Um, I want to open up an entrepreneur school. And the reason why is because You know, ever since COVID, what I realized is that there are more people that want to work for themselves than people who want to work for other people. And that's a good and a bad problem, obviously, because, you know, I run a company that's scaling, so it's hard to keep employees because people want to be entrepreneurs. But then that's the dopest part of it all. It's like, that is what I'm advocating for in the first place, for people to build sustainability and financial freedom. So I want to teach people how to be entrepreneurs. I want to teach them how to create a pathway for generational wealth, whether you are 10 years old or you are 30 years old, just trying to figure life out. And, you know, kudos to school. I went to school. I got my bachelor's degree. I graduated somebody, not summa cum laude, but somebody. But but I want to be able to be a voice for people who feel voiceless, especially when they are starting their business and don't know what to do. A lot of people don't know what to do. I was fortunate enough to like really go above and beyond and like research on YouTube and research on Instagram and Google and learn what I needed to know. And I had some really good people around me. Everybody's not afforded that opportunity. Um, so I want to create a, a create a school. And then your second question was my advice to people who want to start something and don't know how. So this is a loaded question because I I get this sometimes. And as I evolve in my career, I realize that those things change. And for people who really want to like be a mover and a shaker through entrepreneurship, it's not the thing that you're selling. 
It's not the thing that that you are advocating people to buy into. It is that grit, that tenacity, the relentlessness, the hustle, and the fact that you are unstoppable. That is what will get you through doors that the average individual can't get through. Through my journey, I noticed that a part of the reason why I have been able to get so many opportunities in a short amount of time, because I took no for an answer, because I never gave up, because I believed that I deserved everything that I was working for. And now when I look up, I'm like, okay, you work hard, you get the things that you want that you work hard for. So for the people who are listening to this program, I want you to understand that you can have a million products and be lazy. or You can be a general and be a hustler and a grizzly bear, not have one product and people will buy into whatever it is that you're selling. But it all starts with you. It starts with that level of confidence. It starts with the self-belief in yourself and the relentlessness to know that I'm never going to give up no matter how bad it looks, no matter how hard it is, no matter who tells me it's not going to work. I'm going to continue to go on because one day if you keep throwing that mud on the wall, something is going to stick. We will be back in just a minute with more from Pinky Cole. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. We brought you here to talk about your book, Eat Plants, Bitch. Love the title, by the way. Can you tell us about some of your favorite dishes from the book? So there are a lot. But before I tell you my favorite dishes, let me tell you what I love most about my cookbook. So I'm always an advocate to like helping people, quote unquote, get on. Because I know that the more I climb, I can lift. And the more I lift, then people will pay it forward. And then we all get to win together. So there's about 25 influencers slash chefs that have contributed their recipes to my book. And they had no idea that I chose them, the ones who got chosen. So they found out when they actually got the book. Oh, I love that. And they opened the book and they saw themselves in the book. So that level of representation just feels so good because what happens here is we're building an ecosystem. So I love their recipes. I love the fact that like other people contributed um, their own recipes to be able to take things to the next level. What I also love in the cookbook is the fact that there are so many items that the meat eater are already familiar with. So we got burgers in there. We got chili. We got scallops. Well, mushrooms. We have smoothies. There's so much really good stuff in the book. And you get to learn about my story, right? You get to learn about where I came from, what I do, how I operate, how I built this business, and why I want this business to be in your kitchen. And why I want you to like love the food, whether you're vegan or not, and not have to subscribe to labels and just really enjoy some good ass cooking. And people love it. People have been supporting the book uh, thus far. And I'm excited because like it's a win to know that people really like have identified with the fact that like good food can be good food, no matter if it's vegan and plant based. And, you know, and I'm happy about that. So I actually I was at a friend's house last month and he ordered vegan scallops from this place. It was in California. And, you know, I was like, vegan scallops? What? <laughs> it was yes. the, it was so good. I mean, it was mushrooms, like you said. It was mm-hmm. so, so good. They tasted, I mean, they didn't taste like scallops, but it was, I guess my problem is like, why I call it scallops? But it, the texture is kind of similar. So I get it. And that's my favorite, like, chewy, the texture, everything. And I have a scallop recipe in my book as well. But, you know, I like to say mushrooms are the chicken of the forest. They you are. Know, I have the chicken to sing, but it's the chicken of the forest. Um, <laughs> and that's some damn good fungi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to no, make those I, I love, mushrooms. Right. I love mushrooms and you can make them take, like, taste like chicken. You have mataki, you have king oyster mushrooms, you have criminy mushrooms. There's so many. 
And um, that's my go-to and I love them. So your partner, Derek Hayes, owns Big Dave's Cheesesteaks in Atlanta. Yes, he does. Have you never tried one of his cheesesteaks? Spoiler alert. I have never tried one of his cheesesteaks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've tried the vegan version of the cheesesteak. And I can honestly say that it is the best vegan cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. And it's interesting because, you know, I admire him because he is an entrepreneur who's like moving and shaking and he's a mirror image of me. But we respect each other's boundaries because I'm very, very vegan and he is very, very not. But we got a 12 burner stove in the house and he cooks what he cooks and I cook what I cook and we coexist very well. But, you know, I'm proud of him for being who he is as a community leader and a philanthropist. And although we have two totally different dietary lifestyles, um, I respect who he is as an entrepreneur. And I'm excited that he's gotten the level of growth that he's gotten um, in his career. And although I haven't and will never eat any of his food, um, that's who he was before he met me. And the heart wants what it wants. And I'm very in love. And we are getting married in June, June 8th. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. That's my baby dad. And we have two kids, guys. So, so how old are the kids? We don't have a third right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did we just get did we just get big news from you? (laughs) Well, I hope that's not the news. Just say for me. Tell Um, me. But um my kids are 17 months and five months. Oh my goodness. So they're 11 months apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's those are two little kids. We've been in the kitchen. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So I have a daughter. <laughs> I have a daughter and a son, and they are so special. I have a little baby football team. Um, but I love my babies. They are so precious. And when I look at them, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know who y'all parents are. Okay. Like y'all got two multi-million dollar businesses to choose from. And y'all are gonna be straight no matter what. So yep. that's a great feeling. That's a lovely feeling to know that you can take care of your child. Oh my God. Yes. I yes. mean. It's so hard to look at their little faces sometimes. My son just left for school and I was with him all weekend and he left and I was like, oh, thank God, I'm so tired. Like, you need to go. And then as soon as he le- as soon as he was gone, I was like, oh, I miss him. Yeah, it's usually like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if I got to go out of town for work, like, I'm always on FaceTime. They're like, Pinky, get off the phone. They are okay. And I'm like, I miss my baby. I know. Traveling is really hard when you have kids. You're like... Are they okay? I never, you never feel like they're safe unless they're with you somehow. Exactly. And, you know, I have my mom guilt sometimes, you know, what happens to the best of us. A lot of women don't talk about that, that are super busy. Um, But mom guilt is real. But um, I have a lot of really good help and I have a village and I'm happy that I have my village. And I'm excited that by the time that they get of age, I won't be working so hard and I'll be butt naked on the beach while they're on the other side of the beach playing in the sand. (laughs) Yes. Fantastic. Are they going to be vegan? What's going to happen? Are you, are you and Derek going to duke it out? Like, how's that going to work? So it's funny because they are vegan as of now, but Derek told me that his son is going to be a pescatarian. So we duking that one out. So I'll let you know, ask me in a couple of months. I'll tell you how it goes. Okay. I'm (laughs) going to, we're going to need to follow up with you on this one. Yes. Yes. Cause he's like, look, it's his junior. So he like, he's going to be pescatarian. I'm like, I don't know about that. 
But um, we've been having a conversation. Luckily, my son is not eating solid yet. So like I could keep pushing it off. <laughs> I always wonder <laughs> if breast milk is vegan. <laughs> I know. Right? Oh, yeah. I know that's it's messed like the up. chicken before the egg. <laughs> I didn't even think right. about that. Yeah. I'm oh, surprised. No. Pinky, do you think there are really there are some like militant vegans who really who won't even give their kids breast milk? No. I think that's a little extreme. And <laughs> okay. if you that extreme, if you are that extreme, then we got a problem. Like that's like extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. That's really extreme. I, I have never thought about about that. Me and neither. Thank you. Thank you, Yeah, Thank you. for that thought that will not leave. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Speaking of getting busy in the kitchen, what did you have for dinner last night? And what does dinner look like with one vegan and one meat eater? Okay, so last night, so my stepfather lives with us, so he cooks uh, food for the house. So he made curry chicken, white rice, steamed cabbage, and they made me a bean stew. So I had bean stew, rice, and cabbage, and Derek had curry chicken, rice, and cabbage. And then this morning, let me tell you what I ate this morning, because I like to eat dinner for breakfast. Don't ask me why, but I do. And I love leftovers, by the way. So this morning, I had rice, cabbage, and then we just came out with a new chili at Slutty Vegan that my assistant brought over um, yesterday, early yesterday. So I took the chili out and I poured it over the rice with the cabbage. So I had like chili over rice and cabbage for breakfast. And that was so good. That sounds great. (laughs) It was so good. Talking to the right people, because Holly and I, I feel like Holly and I both really like like big savory breakfast situations. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really do sweet in general, but also in the morning, I really don't want anything sweet. Yeah. I'm not a, I, I'm, I didn't grow up eating sweet, so like I don't like sweet food. Um, I'm more savory. Thank you so much, Pinky. Yes, thank you. This was so much fun. You're both amazing. Thank you so much, ladies. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Right, thanks, guys. Bye bye. I won't gush anymore about Pinky, but I will say a big thank you to her for joining us, and thank you to Holly Haynes, a thoughtful colleague and friend. Also thoughtful is our engineer, Davis Lloyd. And of course, Mark, the big guy. Follow Pinky on Instagram at Pinky Cole and Facebook at Pinky Cole 907. And follow Holly on Instagram at It's Holly and Twitter at Yo It's Holly. Pinky's book, Eat Plants Bitch, is out now. And thank you, of course, to you for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review. See you next week with, as Mark says, someone amazing. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.